All right, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Survivalist Podcast. Uh, as always, folks, you can catch all of our old episodes at uh, survivalistpodcast.org. Uh, and you can also as well catch uh, all of our old episodes on iTunes, Google, uh, Stitcher, and any place where podcasting podcasts are available. Uh, so, folks... I uh, wanted to give everybody a little update on a couple things going on. Uh, first of all, folks, I'd like to say, as always, you can uh, you want to support the show. You can go ahead and check out our site at uh, techgeekdeals.com. On there, we post some of the best stuff, uh, deals that I find on stuff that would be good for preppers or things that would be good for uh, anybody, really, that needs a deal on stuff. Uh, this week, I actually have uh, I actually have some, some stuff up for... Uh, podcasting because a couple of people sent me a message saying they wanted to start their own podcast and I had I had sent them some information but then I also found some good deals over that on uh, some podcasting so that's up there this week and again you and also to use the uh, generators is a great deal on them uh, some other stuff as well that was up there the week before they're still on sale so all that stuff all prepping stuff and all tech stuff all available Again, that's techgeekdeals.com. And we appreciate anything you buy on there. It does help to support the show. Uh, like I said, folks, we're not making a lot of money on this, but we do. Uh, it does help pay for the cost of doing the show. So I do appreciate that very much. Uh, so like I said, folks, a little update on some of the stuff going on here at the homestead. Uh, I know you guys, a couple people sent me messages and all that uh, about some of the stuff I put up, pictures I put up on Instagram and on Twitter. And by the way, folks, if you do want to follow those things, uh, you can go to survivalistpodcast.org, and uh, there's links on there to my uh, my YouTube, uh, my Instagram, my uh, Twitter, and all that stuff. So you can go ahead and, again, that's uh, survivalistpodcast.org. Go ahead up there, and uh, you can actually go ahead and uh, connect with me on social media and all that. And uh, it actually is, uh, you know, uh, quite a bit of uh, there's actually quite a bit of good information up there, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, I also have YouTube videos and stuff of that up on the chicks and all that. Uh, so somebody, a couple people saw saw pictures of that and uh, they asked what I was doing and and I actually have my I actually went out and got uh, I guess tractor supply day when I was there just getting some stuff for my animals and for doing stuff on the homestead here. Got some got some plants and stuff going in and uh, one of the things I saw while I was there. Uh, was a run of chicks. Uh, no, no hand. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say that. Uh, they had a, a run of pellets there, but um, the uh, the straight runs were actually pretty cheap. Those of you that don't know what a straight run is, when you get chickens, a straight run is exactly that. Uh, they just hatch them and throw them in and say, "Here you go. <laughs> um, you get what you get." So uh, I got a dozen straight runs right now. Towards the end of the season, so you can get them for a couple dollars a piece. Uh, so I went ahead and I got a bunch of straight runs, and I'll be they'll they'll be in probably uh, in you know the in that little warming area for probably a couple of weeks, especially since it's been getting cold up here in Northeast PA. Uh, so they'll be over there, and they'll be in the you know in the straight run area. Pro- they'll be in that area for a while. The straight runs for a couple of weeks uh, before I move them over to a little bit bigger pen. Uh, right now, they're already a couple of them are already starting to feather and all that. So I think I. Generally, they say if they have a long wingspan, uh, generally they're 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 he- they're uh, they're not hens, they're roosters. Um, I have a couple of them Ray, with long wingspans. I should know in a couple of weeks what I got, uh, but I do have a bunch of them with long wingspans. So I'm thinking I may have a couple of roosters, and I think I may actually have some hens as well. So um, 
what I do recommend, folks, and, and a couple people asked me questions when they saw the pictures on Instagram. Um, the one thing you can, they, a lot of people have noticed, what I did was uh, when I put the water and the food in there, um, I actually went to using mason jars instead of using the plastic ones, only because the mason jars, uh, we can throw them in a dishwasher, and the dishwasher is safe. It makes it a little bit easier to clean stuff. Uh, where that other plastic stuff that they, the other plastic feeders they have uh, aren't really dishwasher safe, and they can crack and break and all that. Uh, so I recommend I recommend using the mason jar. So if you are uh, doing chickens, uh, like I said, you do the feeders. I recommend the mason jars. The other thing, too, about the mason jars is uh, I do fill a couple of them up at once. And then if I have somebody come over when I'm not home or something, my farm hand or a friend of mine come over to feed them for me. If I'm away or somebody's traveling for work, uh, they just have to flip it over and, and screw it in. They don't necessarily have to worry about where the food is. Right? So it does make it a little bit easier for me. Um, so that's something I did. So that was that. So like I said, folks, if you're interested in the chicks, uh, like I said, go ahead and like I said, go to go to our website and you can actually see not only pictures of the chicks, uh, but you can also follow us on Instagram and all that uh, where I put up information about them and pictures of them and all that. Uh, the heat lamp and all that, like I said, they got the heat lamp there now and uh, they say actually a couple inches of bedding. And, uh, you know, so it, it's doing pretty good. They're all there. I had to put a screen over it because a couple of them did jump out the other day. My daughter caught them. Um, so we actually just put the screen on top. When we first got them, they didn't have any feathers. They were just fluff balls. But uh, about a week in, they've got a lot of their feathers now. So they're able to jump and flap and, and get a little distance. So that's the chick. So we'll be working on that probably at least the next six to eight weeks, getting them ready to go and all that. Uh, so that's that. So uh, some things I want to talk to you folks about too uh, today. Now, one of the things, well, a couple of people had sent me um, emails about things, by the way. Um, and, and one of the reasons why I want to address this topic, a couple of people had talked to me about, we were talking about a little bit about politics last week, but I don't really do, generally do a lot of politics on this show. But uh, somebody asked me about it, so I thought I'd address it. So they asked me a question about the Amazon Echo. And they had asked, they know I've, I've got a background in computer security. They had asked me about my feelings on computer security and the the interesting the the interesting about about the Amazon Echo is um so it, it is always recording okay they, they it's been it's been talked about on the news and we all read the news and yes it does record what you're saying okay now according to Amazon they oh, they don't record whole conversations they only record bits Bits and pieces of it, they say, uh, which they actually use to improve the user experience and for testing and all that. Now, the only issue with that is, is there have been requests from the government and all that, and it didn't didn't actually work out. But there has been requests from the government for for information from them. I don't believe Amazon yet has released any of that information, but there has been requests for that before. Now, the issue with that is, is you know, like I said, there hasn't there have they have Amazon nothing has released it yet. But down the road, if there's an issue where they do release it, uh, there will be audio from you know from from your home available to the police. Now, I'm not now. I mean, I know they're saying, well, if you have nothing to hide, don't worry about it. But the issue being is some people feel it's an invasion of privacy, and it very well could be. Um, but they do. If you do hit the mute button at the top, uh, you know it will actually go ahead and mute the device if the device isn't listening. Now that's what they say. <laughs> um, but there hasn't been any proof to prove otherwise that it's not. So I wanted to point that out. Some people asked about the Amazon Echo. 
and you know ha- having something in your house is always listening. Uh, but the same thing could be said too about Google because Google just recently, uh, last week, actually released an article. I'm gonna pull it out here. Um, on according to this right here, uh, released an article saying that they record they record they record when you turn your locations off lo- location services off on your phone. Uh, it actually supposedly they're saying wasn't was about supposed to record your location. But according to this, apparently Google was still tracking your location, uh, even when the location services is off. So this has been a pretty major concern for a lot of people. This is concerning for me as well because, um, you know, I, I really I don't say I, I don't say I'm somebody that uh, you know you know I, I trust everything Google does because they don't. But usually Google has been Google. Has, I know we always know they're always collecting data, but now this is now. I mean, but but Google always gave you the privacy options. And now they're even taking th- that away. So I think that's really, really concerning. Where, okay, we're recording even when you got code, even though we gave you the option to actually go and opt out of it, we are still going to do it. So uh, I thought that was relatively concerning. And the other thing too, you have to watch with Google, because Google is actually one company that does usually crumble to the weight of the, the federal government. Uh, a couple times, Google has released information um, you know, to to when they when they've been subpoenaed by the government, and they'll, they'll release information. Um, they'll release information when they're they're asked if it's needed, if they have a legitimate warrant and all that. So Google is something I say I would I tell people be very leery about because they actually are tracking uh, a lot of information. Uh, I actually believe the other thing too, Amazon's usually held up pretty tough against things. Uh, so is Microsoft. And a couple, you know, and Apple's, we all know the Apple controversy when they wanted Apple to write a, to write a patch for the phone that would allow them, and Apple refused to do it, we all remember that. So they've, they've hung pretty tough, but Google is somebody that generally pretty crumbles under the weight of the government. So that's something I tell you to be very leery about. If you do have a phone, I, 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 I've said this a million times, if you, if you have a smartphone, I strongly recommend that you have an iPhone because I, Apple is... Apple tends to be a little bit more uh, on the side of saying, "Okay, well, you know, you know, we're we're we're, they're, we're Apple seems to be all about security. They won't crumble uh, when they're faced with a lawsuit or faced with a subpoena from the government. Where it seems like Google does. Uh, I remember one thing too: Apple is a hardware company. They're not a data collection search company. So for them, you know, they 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 don't really not to worry about losing the search data because they. I mean. That's not the business that Apple is in, but Google is in that business. So, uh, and like I said, Apple has has hung pretty tough, and so is Microsoft when it came to you know giving up information. So, uh, but Google's not. So I strongly recommend uh, you know if you have if you do have a smartphone that you get an iPhone because they do seem to be a lot more secure. Uh, Apple does have the Apple Sandbox, which is a little bit more. I don't want to say a little bit stronger because that's not the word I'm looking for, but. Uh, the sandbox design, not to get too technical with you, but the sandbox design that Apple has. So once you get out of the app, the app is no longer, uh, you know, running. Whereas on Android, as long as an app is open, it's still running. So um, the way their design is set up, Apple really, when they designed the iPhone, they really had security really in mind uh, compared to Google, which didn't. So I am by the way, Google didn't design, by the way, I want to point out. Uh, Android. They actually bought Android. I want to. I do want to point that out to a bunch of people because I brought that up before. You know, Google didn't actually invent Android. They actually bought it, and so that's something to think about as well. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I, I've always recommended Android. I, I've always recommended iPhone for anybody. Uh, also, too, I also recommend Mac OS. I know they're expensive, uh, but I also recommend uh, Apple a lot because Apple's uh, computers are usually pretty immune to viruses and are usually, you know, like a Chromebook. Google's con- when you're on a Chromebook, Google's constantly monitoring what you're doing. So I always tell people all the time. If you're if you're going to be using the you know if you're using a Chromebook, Google's watching everything you do. So that's something I tell people all the time. Also, too, with the Mac, like I said, if you want to, you know, also too, like people say, well, I use a Mac, but yeah, you're also using Chrome. So uh, if you're going to be using, if you're really worried about people watching what you're doing, I strongly recommend using Firefox because uh, Firefox generally doesn't really monitor that kind of stuff. Also, too, if you are using you know Firefox, what I recommend is a, and you are going to use Google, I'd recommend using like Ghost Tree or uh, you know, you block origin, one of those that kind of blocks your information or, uh, just get a VPN service. There's a lot of cheap ones out there nowadays to make sure it's a reputable company. Uh, if you get a VPN service, it makes it hard for Google to track your information. Uh, because I'm going to tell you, that's one thing you really got to worry about is, is, is surveillance. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's not like we have anything to hide, but you know, what's scary about it is if they're target, they can target information towards you uh, for you to purchase, like ads and, and, and merchandise and all that. And I don't see a problem with that. I mean, I, that really doesn't bother me. But what bothers me is, is that if they, can ta- they, is they can, if they can target that, we know they can target news, we can, they can target information. They could, so, so if, they, if, they, if they're, they're targeting, infor- they can target information like that. And just like they can target sales of, of of merchandise so if they can so then now you start wondering what if you are you getting legitimate news when you search google are you getting stuff they're targeting at you i mean that's the that's the rel- the current concerning point you know the other concern folks is uh you know facebook uh, i'm not i'm on facebook to a certain degree uh for the podcast um and for you know to listeners and but I'm not gonna lie. I don't really share a lot on Facebook. Uh, my wife has shared some stuff on Facebook with her family, you know, photos of the baby, stuff like that. But I'm not a big one for sharing stuff on Facebook. But I know a lot of people are, and it's it's an issue. You know, people share their whole lives on there, and now with Facebook's integration into you know, uh, you can log into your Amazon account with Facebook. You can log into almost everything with Facebook. Realize when you log in with Facebook, it's not just convenience. Uh, a lot of people say, well, it's convenient. Well, I agree with you. It is convenient, but it's also a way of them collecting information too. If you, a, lot of, a lot of people don't know that, but like, so say you log into your Facebook account, all right? And then say you go to a website and say there's an article you like on, say, I don't know, let's pick, uh, let's pick CNN, <laughs> uh, for example, or the New York Post, and you like that article, um, or, you know, or, you know, or, you know, or share, you know, hit, hit like the, let's say the like button. Uh, Facebook actually knows that you, you like that article. So now they know that, okay, we need to target more, you know, news of this kind at him. Or, uh, you know, when you go into Amazon and say, you say, you know, log in with your Facebook account, you start buying stuff, you know, Amazon now knows what you, so now they know, uh, you know, what kind of news you like, they know what you're searching for. Uh, as far as what you're buying on Am- or what you're looking at on Amazon, and then from there, you know, you check your email. So now they know, you know, you know, either I mean, they 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 know you're going to you know Google, and you know, and this, so there's a lot of information they're collecting there, um, and to build a profile on you to target information. And you know, a lot of people say to me all the time, well, you know, a lot, you know, Facebook isn't the internet, but to a lot of people, uh, Facebook is the internet. 
Um, for you know, you get a lot of elderly people that you know they have iPads and they use it for a couple things. You know, skyping their you know or skyping or facetiming their grandkids and going on Facebook. That that's all they do. And then two, Facebook knows what kind of games you like because a lot of times you log in with the Facebook games. And then, you know, you, you can sign up for all different services with using your Facebook login. That's all information that, that they're collecting on you, uh, you know, to build a profile. Uh, you know, you go to a band you like or you go to a, a musician you like and you like their, their Facebook page. They know what kind of music you like now. Uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. And a lot of that data is used for marketing and, and you know, and, and, you know, Facebook's been on You know, Facebook's been under fire lately for, you know, this whole thing with the campaign. They've been under fire a lot for the way they collect data. Uh, the way they have the way, you know, they have issues with, you know, uh, you know, Facebook is very good at changing things and then saying, oops, we're sorry. Or, you know, oh, we've made a change and we, you know, oops, we're sorry. Or, you know, recently they were under fire for selling user, user information. Uh, not so much the, 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 I mean, selling user data. I mean, that, that's what they were doing. Um, you know, and then now with this whole thing with, uh, Facebook working with, uh, you know, I think it was NYU, and they're 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 taking, you know, they're they're using see if they can use Facebook information and and analytics and all that to predict, um, you know, different illnesses and all that. I mean, you know, I, Facebook says it's anonymous, but you know, they're stripping out, you know, metadata and all that. But uh, you know, is it really anonymous? So now they're only also using your information to, you know, for medical research now. I mean, it's. You know, it, it, and, and I'm not saying it's all for bad use because not necessarily all that is bad, but, uh, you know, it comes down to a, a privacy issue and some people are okay with it and, and some people aren't. Um, I know a lot of people that say, oh, I don't care if... The, the problem is when people say, well, I don't care if they, if they you know, if, if Facebook knows my stuff. Uh, you, you should kind of care because, you know, that's, that's information that you know, maybe should kept be kept private. And, you know, and fortunately with the way everybody shares everything on, on Facebook now, you know, and my kids are, are going to be in the same boat, you know, you know, now, you know, the kids are from their baby pictures all the way up to when they're adults are all going to be online now. So, um, you know, they're going to know, you know, what, you know, right off the bat, Facebook's going to know, okay, you know, that you know, with facial recognition, which they have, they're going to know, okay, this was you and you're a baby. These are your parents, you know, you know, this is the stuff your parents like. This is the stuff your, your, you know, your sister liked or your brother liked. And, you know, this is the, you know, this was you growing up. This was you, uh, you know, uh, this or that. I mean, they're going to know, they're going to have pro, they're going to have profiles on, on these kids now. And, and, I, and my wife and I, uh, you know, we're, we're guilty of it too. Uh, unfortunately, our family lives a little bit further away and, you know, they want to see pictures and, you know, it, that's the easiest convenience way to do it. And that's the whole problem. Facebook has made it so easy now to do this stuff that uh, we all do it. And like I said, we're guilty of it too. But now these kids are going to have profiles on them, you know, from the minute they're, they're, they're born because we all take pictures of, the, of our kids as soon as we put them on Facebook. And then, you know, prime example. And then as soon as we get up to the... You know, they're going to, and then you know, from the minute they're, they're born and to the minute they sign into Facebook themselves when they're 13 on their first smartphone, they're going to know everything about them. And then they got more, you know, then they got more information. And that's something else too, you know. 
Facebook knows what kind of smartphone you're using. They know your phone number. They know all that because now, you know, everybody's carrying a smartphone. And, and a lot of times Facebook needs your location information. You know, people, even if they don't, you know, you check in at your favorite coffee shop or your favorite play, you know, exercise place, your gym, whatever, you know. So now this is all data that Facebook's collecting on you. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a scary thing when you really think about it. I mean, you talk about, you know, you know, you know, big brother watching you. And now to top it off, we're putting these, we're putting speakers in our house that listen to us. Um, you know, and you know, now Microsoft's got, you know, Cortana on desktop. So now it listens to you when you're, you know, you're, you're being listened to Microsoft has, I don't think anybody really, I don't know if anybody really uses Cortana, but I mean, you know, they listen to you there and then they got your smartphone. They know where you're going now by the computer. They got these speakers in your house that are listening to you. And, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like one of those crazy, you know, conspiracy play, you know, I'm not trying to sound like, you know, Alex Jones or, or Rush Limbaugh or any of those guys. Cause I'm not one of those kind of people, but I mean, it, it is scary to think about when you think about it, you know, you have, you know, you have, you know, and now let's take it even a step further. Cause a lot of us have those smart cameras in our house, um, there was just an article about a year or two ago about the baby monitors being hacked that, you know, people could log right onto the baby monitors and, and see your baby and could listen in on that. You know, we all, a lot of us have surveillance cameras at the house cause we're trying to use them to watch outside and, you know, come to find out that if we put them inside that they could be watching us. I mean, it's, you know, it, 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 it's something that, you know, I know, you know, and with, and with this is internet of, and I, and I am pro, you know, internet and, and, and all that kind of stuff, but. Uh, especially with this, the this IoT, this Internet of Things, uh, all these devices, these smart home devices. You know now, you know, you know the Nest, for example. You know now, now Google knows what temperature you keep your house at, and then if you have those Nest devices that open your door, Google knows when you open and close your door. Um, what time you're coming and going with the house, and now they know where you're going when you leave the house. They know how they how. You oh, it sounds conspiracy theorist, but. It, it's something that we, we really, that you really got to think about is, is what, how much data you're, you're giving up. How much of your privacy are you giving up? Are you willing to let people, you know, n- know this much about you? And do you want it? Again, I, right now, I'm guilty of some of this, but because it's convenient. That's the problem. We've all gotten used to this, this convenience piece that these social media platforms and that Google and Facebook and all that provide. We've all gotten used to this stuff. And now, you know, it, you know, people pay for convenience. That's the old saying, you know. And if you say, oh, I don't pay for convenience, BS. You've told me you've never bought a bottle of water before. Bottled water is the biggest convenience in history that we all pay for, Okay. <laughs> Um, but you know, th- this is, you know, and they, and these companies know they pay for convenience and now to take it even a step further and not to get too crazy. Um, but you talk about, we're talking about the Alexa. That's what spawned this whole show today was that question. Somebody asked me my feelings on Alexa and uh, those of you that have those, by the way, if you're listening through them, I but it just triggered them. So I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, but now let's take it even a step further because now Microsoft integrates with the, with the Alexa device. So now all of a sudden you say, okay. So now I've got this device that not only is it, you know, now all of a sudden I say open, now, so now Amazon, not only did they partner with, and everybody's like, well, it's convenient, you can get your calendar and all that, right, but it's also by them partnering, like that was probably a way of them sharing data too, because remember, Microsoft has a lot of data on you that, you know, that, you know, Amazon doesn't have. Um, you know, they, you know, a lot of people have Office 365 for work. They know that now allows them a little bit of, allows Alexa to kind of get a peek at people's email, uh, you know, gets, you know, 
uh, people's calendar, um, you know, a lot of those kinds of things. And especially with this, with the, with the Amazon skills thing, you know, I mean, let, let's even take it a step further. Now with the Alexa skills, you know, I mean, Amazon even knows when you order pizza from Domino's, you can order it through. They know when you, when you get an Uber because the Uber skill that's on Alexa, I mean, you know, I mean, Amazon, I mean, Amazon, I don't think they're collecting as much data on you as Google, but using this little Alexa device, they have managed to find a way to collect tons of information about you so that they can target products at you to sell. I mean, that's basically what this device is. I mean, that, that's what they did. They basically figured out a way to take, to take a, a home speaker and figure out a way to get as much data out of it as they could, and they're doing a great job with it. And then if you have Amazon Music or Spotify, you know, listen to music to it. They know what kind of music you're getting, what kind of music you're listening to. I mean, it, all that this device was designed to collect data. I mean, that's what it is. And now, and, and Google even has a step over on Amazon because, you know, if you have a Google profile, they're already collecting data on you. And now you're adding this Google Now speaker. I think it's Google Now, I believe. And now they know what kind of, well, you know, all the information that Alexa has and more. And now to top it off, and now so that, you know, you have the Google Chromecast, so they know what kind of you're watching. And then if you tie your YouTube account, a YouTube TV account, they know what kind of TV you're watching. Google especially is, I, I call Google the Skynet, because think about it. They already, first of all, they're already reading your email because you allow them to, because you have a, Google, a Gmail account. Now, all of a sudden, they know you have an Android phone, so now they're collecting all that information on you. We went over that earlier in the podcast. They know what TV you're watching because you have a Chromecast. They know if you have YouTube, TV, YouTube and YouTube TV, they, and they know what, what you're watching. If you have YouTube music, they know what kind of music you're listening to or you know Google music. And then to top it off now... They uh, now they have the, the the device that's listening a little bit. You know, it's listening in. You know, they know your calendar. Now they have the little device that's listening to you. They know kind of. I mean, they, they, believe it or not, folks, there's a lot of data being collected by Google. Google. I always joke when I call Google the the Skynet of of internet of internet because they know everything about you and they found ways. You know, and now too, they've you know not only do they know what you're searching, but they've got the Chrome browser. They've got. I mean. Google is collecting more data. Google does Google does one thing good and that's big data. And they do it better than anybody. And and now they have, you know, they have more stuff being collected. Like I said, if you have the Nest, you have the cameras, you have, I mean, I mean imagine if every device in your house, think about it. Imagine you have a Google, you have a Gmail account. Imagine you have the Google Chrome browser on your computer. Imagine you have a Chromecast, okay? Imagine you have Google Music, you have YouTube TV. You have, you know, I mean, just just keep going. You have the Nest. You have the, the imagine of all these devices you have, they're all Google connected. And Google owns them all. So imagine how much data you have. Then you wonder why you, when you go shopping online, you're always getting great products that you want to buy. I mean, it's, you know, it all comes down to, to that. I mean, that, that's really the scary part about it. You know, and, and my other issue about uh, is, that, you know, we're talking about surveillance, but now let, let's take that even a, a step further now. So... Now let's say okay. Now, now you have people like you know Facebook and and I'm just going to bring this up just randomly. But but say example, you know Facebook. Okay, now they take down you know off uh, Google as well. So now you have companies like you know like Facebook and and YouTube that took down Infowars's uh, channel. Which I mean, like Alex Jones or not, I'm not going to lie. I do. I mean, I don't believe everything I read on his site, but I, I do find him entertaining. Um, and regardless of you know. 
I know, like I said, I'm, I'm not like I said, I'm not one of those people that buying everything he says and all that kind of stuff. But I, I will say this: I, I do find him entertaining. Um, I think I really look at him more as a modern day Howard Stern. Um, I don't listen every day, but like I guess I do find him uh, entertaining. But I, the content value, I, I look at him more of a of an entertainment source than I do a news source. But that's no here nor there. But um, you know, you know, they took his stuff down off YouTube and they took it down off Facebook, and you know, they took the you know now. Again, who you know? Who I get it that okay, it's Facebook's platform. It is Google's platform. YouTube is their platform, so they have a right to do that. But now they're going to decide what is and is not acceptable content. And now, especially, and I've read even more about this that you know Google's YouTube working harder and harder to demonetize videos and to all this. You know, is it going to be the point where Google and and Facebook now are in charge of what? is allowed on the web. Now, the one thing I will point out is if you go to Google and type in InfoWars, his site is the, Alex Jones' site is the first thing to come up. Uh, my issue would be if they started, um, you know, taking his stuff out of the search results. And and I really would have an issue with that because I, I think then now, it becomes, because remember, I mean, Google has decided to be kind of the gatekeeper of the internet. Uh, for the most part, and that's fine, but if they're going to do that, there comes with certain responsibilities. And if they started saying, okay, well, we don't think it's right for that, you know, we're going to take it down. Um, and the reason why I would have an issue with that is because if, if they start doing that, then where does it end then? Because if they if they start doing, you know, start, start you know, doing that with search results, now all of a sudden now they have, I mean, because I mean, I mean, believe it or not, Google has the power to say, "Okay, well, you know, you know, we don't want nothing. We don't want anything with guns on our platform." Click, okay, no more gun-related information on our our site anymore. Um, do I think Google would do that? No, but if they're going to start taking out individual sites and all that, I mean, it gets that would get to be a point where I would say, "Okay, now they're really because that's really controlling." You know, I mean, again, Google is a service, by the way. They're not, you know, they are not the internet, so. But they just happen to be the largest search, you know, person with search. Now, my whole issue with that is, like I said, is as long as they're not going to start tampering with search results, then then you start getting, then now you start getting into really a little more serious stuff. But, um, you know, but again, they're not tampering with the search results. But if they, I mean, but they do have that kind of power. So imagine if one day Google just somebody will go, oh, yep, 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 we're political pressure. We're not, we're, t- boop, click, boop, no more gun information, no more. I mean, I mean, take it even step further, oh, no more public information, click. You know, I mean, now what do I think to it? No, because there'd be outrage over it and all that. And, and I mean, the amount of backlash they would get for that would be unbelievable. But I mean, it, it I mean, that that's the kind of power they have. Um, another thing to point out too, folks, I like to point out, I know a couple people were talking about how they don't have Gmail accounts and, um, a couple of people that actually emailed me actually did have Yahoo accounts. Yahoo actually had a, an article up the other day uh, talking about how they uh, how they're going to start da- you know how they're going to start you know data mining email and scanning everybody's email and all that for information uh, content you know information for targeting ads and all that. So uh, for those of you that think oh I I don't I don't want my data you know my my email being read I have a Yahoo account Yahoo is starting to do it too. So just so you know that's something else to think about if you have a Yahoo account. Uh, they're going to be start. Uh, people say to me all the time, "What, what should I use?" <laughs> you know, um, the old, there's only really a couple really safe email services out there. Uh, Proton Mail is one that I like. Uh, I don't use them personally, but I, I do. I have looked into them. They're really secure. 
Um, everything's encrypted. Uh, you're paying for your re- email account so they don't read your email. Like I said, it's all encrypted. They don't even know what your email is. You go to put you it uses PGP, pretty good privacy, which is a really secure protocol for email. Um, I would actually recommend if you if you want the most secure email out, I'd recommend either Proton Mail or some kind of PGP Mail. Proton Mail is the one that I recommend because it's easy to use, not a lot of work to put into it. Uh, but that's the one I would recommend is uh, Proton Mail. Uh, it's free, uh, or you can spend five bucks a month uh, on their premium service, but. Uh, Proton thinks it's all encrypted. You actually send people emails, and they will actually, if they don't read them in so long, unless you delete them. Uh, you can have password-protected emails. There's a lot you can do here with this. So uh, they're the ones that I recommend, and really I tell people all the time to use because I think they're the safest and the most secure out there. Um, like I said, I, I have used it in the past. I have, I, I have checked it out. I, I'm, not, you know, I'm not saying anything's perfect, but I do believe that they're one of the best. Uh, so that's one I'd recommend, too. The only, problem, the only thing that's kind of a gotcha with them is they're not... They're not in this country. So that's something. Um, the other thing, too, the other one I would say is, is the other one I'd say I tell people Outlook.com because uh, Microsoft, and the only reason why I'm saying that is because Microsoft hasn't really gotten their hands caught in the cookie jar yet. I'm not saying they're not, but um, they're ones that really haven't, you know, again, it could happen with, with everything going on. You never know. But uh, so I've been directing people to either Proton Mail or um, the other thing you could do, folks, if you really want, you can get like a GoDaddy account or some of that. I mean, that that's an option. I'm not saying it's your best option, but that's an option as well. Uh, I know because you get your own private domain, so they don't, you know. So I think there, there, there's some other options for more secure email uh, than a Google account. But unfortunately, if you want to use Google services, you need a Google account. So it's kind of, you know, you can't date if you do and date if you don't. But uh, so, I, you know, that, that's the only thing. Um, you know, uh, as far as security goes, folks, you know, it's, like I said a million times, if you have a smartphone, I recommend an iPhone. I know they're pricey, but you can get the five, the five, you know, you can get an older one or like a five, the five C or, or something like that. If you're just going to do email and all that, you don't need the latest and greatest iPhone. Uh, I recommend putting passcode on it. Um, you know, your fingerprint touch ID is probably the best. Uh, you should always have a passcode on your phone. Uh, just so you know, folks too, if you have a passcode on your phone, and somebody should ever confiscate your phone. You don't have to unlock it. They need a warrant to do that. It's just like searching a car or a house. So I recommend always having a passcode on it. And uh, the other thing I recommend, folks, is just, you know, uh, you know, like I said, iPhone, passcode on the phone. Uh, you know, if you want, maybe, like I said, a Proton, Proton email, um, Mozilla Firefox or Tor browser. Tor is really, really slow, but it is safe. Um you know, it, it, it's one of those things where, unfortunately, you know, and the other issue is that gets you with this is, is the more private you want to be, the more inconvenienced you're going to be. That's the issue. And these companies know that. They they know that, okay, well, if if, if they don't want to be watched, there are ways to do it without it, but it's gonna, they're going to be inconvenienced. And that, that's kind of where they get you with this kind of stuff. Um, so that, that's my only, that's my real big gripe with them is, okay, well, I don't want this, I don't want that, but in order for me not to have that, I have to have this. And it just gets to be a really tough thing. It really does. Um, you know, and, and how, how complicated do you want to make, you know, your life? Um, especially look at somebody like me who runs a podcast, you know. There's a certain amount of information I have to share because if I want to share this podcast. I mean, that's just the way the world works. Um, so it gets to be it gets to be one of those things where it, it's a tough situation. It's a touchy subject. And it's one of those things, unfortunately, I think there's going to be as more and more goes on. Um, there's going to be more and more of, of problems like this. And I think it's going to be harder and harder to, you know, it's going to be, you know, and, and the same thing goes for anything. I mean, 
You know, I mean, look, look at like look, for example, look at Netflix. Netflix when they partnered, we're well, not partnered, but when they allowed Facebook logins on Netflix, now Facebook knows what you're watching on Netflix. I mean, it's you know, it's one of those things where it it's unbelievable. It, it's it's the world we live in, and, and it, it's one of those things that there's no easy way around. That if you know, if you don't want these services, you're going to be inconvenienced, and that's really what it comes down to. And then the other problem is data breaches. You know, you start sharing information, and it's not always Facebook's fault. You know, you, you use Facebook login to get into a service and that service gets hacked and now your your Facebook confirm your you know, information that you shared is, is compromised. Is it Facebook's fault? No. But I mean that that's the price you pay for using the service. I mean, there there's a lot of issues that you have to think about and a lot of stuff you have to consider with it. And like I said, you know, if it's it's one of those things where it's gonna be a bigger and bigger thing as we go along, further and further along in, in this country and, and with these services uh, in the world. It's not just America, it's the world as well. So um, you know, I've, I tell my kids all the time, don't put anything up on Facebook or Google or any place that you don't want somebody else to see. That's a general rule of thumb. Don't post it if you don't want somebody else to see it. Um, especially with the way that privacy settings and all that always kind of get gotchas with these companies. So like I said, like I tell everybody, don't post something that you don't want somebody else to see online. That's general rule. That goes for any of them, by the way. Uh, Facebook, Google, any of them. So, um, you know, I tell my kids all the time, Snapchat, Instagram, don't, don't post anything you don't want somebody else to see you're not going to be have a problem with. So, um, but like I said, you know, security is something to worry about. Um, privacy is something you have to worry about. And it's something that's going to be a bigger and bigger mountain to climb as the years go on. So that's something that you really need to talk to your children about, talk to your wife about, talk to your family about, and and see what you're going to do, what you think is appropriate, what you don't think is appropriate, and, and set guidelines with your family, your kids. This is what we post, this is what we don't post, this is what we do, this is what we don't do. Um, you know, that, that, that's, the best, that, that's, that's the best you can do. Um, set a ground rule, just like rules of the house, this is what we're going to do, and, and that's it. So... Um, you know, you can do the best you can with it, but unfortunately, and and I'm always the kid's fault. Um, a lot of stuff as well, especially with, with schools, you know, at first my my daughter's school, they share information on Facebook, you know, tomorrow is such and such and who's coming and people reply with their comments. You know, so now Facebook knows where I'm going, even though I don't want them to know, I still got to reply back if I want to. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's a tough thing. And, um, it's one of those things that we have to, you know, set ground rules and, and, and find, you know, and, and all that. And, and I think especially the schools are the ones that are really going to be tough for this. And then the government, uh, as time goes on, is, is share what's inappropriate, what's not inappropriate to share. Um, you know, how do we handle social media in the classroom? How don't we handle it? Because uh, it's going to be part of our children's daily lives. And I think to shield them from it at times is a little bit stupid because it's going to be part of their lives. But I don't understand that the district has, the schools and all that, they have responsibilities that they need to protect the children. And, it, but it, but it's a tough thing because, like you said, the more you protect them of it, as far as one of their daily lives, and the more you don't give it to them, the more it's inconvenienced. Um, so I think you know there, there's definitely, you know, uh, it's, it's it's a mountain to climb, it's a hill to climb, and it's something that we're all gonna have to deal with as we go on in in, in life. Um, as always, folks. I hope you got something out of this uh, today. I really hope that this is hopefully an eye-opener for everybody, and I really hope that if you have any questions, you'd contact me. I will try to answer the questions to the best of my ability. Uh, Kind of a serious topic today. Um, Not really as lighthearted as, but uh, it is something to worry about. It is something to talk about, and I do appreciate anybody that sent me some emails about that stuff. It is really important. I'm glad we went over another podcast. Uh, As always, like I said, you can all roll full all of our old episodes at uh, survivalistpodcast.org on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and uh, all places where podcasts are available. Uh, 
I want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Thank you very much.